0: Anderson, astronaut, a man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're
2: saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". Six six. We
0: have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland on Saturdays about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier. Funnier. More Labradoodles. (laughs) The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Matt and 1080thefan.com. Hey, hey, hey! Happy Saturday morning, all you beautiful radio
1: listeners. Hope you're having a wonderful start to your weekend. But Let's check in with the most important man will Dorkins, what's happening wait who are you who are you who are you how you been who the hell are you it has been a while since you and i both in the same uh, general vicinity of one another uh what's going on with you dude oh not a lot uh while you were gone i quit the show whoa 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 whoa
2: well you were you were gone, you were gone. Yeah, no. While you were gone, I yeah. quit the show. Okay, that was last week. Sure, no. It you wasn't guys last. were last uh,
1: week. I was here. So yeah, you quit I know. So four
2: last and week, and I quit the show. Gotcha. And then you guys were legally obligated uh, not to talk about it. It's you guys. You guys it. over yeah, there. Yeah. Thank you. There was an NDA saying don't talk about that. Yeah. And then I decided to come
1: back. Oh, we're so happy to have you back. Well we got we got bumped we got bumped one week. We got bumped on the bye week. Yeah, that was good
2: though. It worked out just week. fine.
1: Oh that was did, did you uh did you hear the origin story of uh why we got bumped? No. Class- I just saw an email
2: and then I yeah I deleted it off my calendar. Uh it was <laughs> Jason
1: Swiger running through the Oh I'm not sure. Are you guys planning on doing your show this weekend? Uh yeah, I mean, uh, why not? Oh, yeah. uh, just like, baseball games, uh, college football games, I don't know where to schedule them all! Uh, well, we don't have to do a show. Yeah, but where am I going to put I'm like, dude, just, just like, don't do it. if you don't, like, if you've got too many, <laughs> if you got too much live play-by-play, if if baseball playoffs have expanded so much that there's no room for it, I'm yeah. like... What if we moved you guys to eight a.m? I'm like, if you're gonna move us okay, to eight. Okay, whatever. If you're gonna move us to eight, <laughs> just bump us. Let's <laughs> let's let, let, let we're at six. It's Ducks Game Day. I'm fine with that. But moving our show randomly so that we can get in like the twins and the Rangers. Yeah. C- come on. That's an important game. It, it what Oh, we're, to we're act, going to talk about baseball later in the look, show. I'm not a gambler, so but I'm willing to wager that we
2: would get more listeners than people listening to the World Series.
1: Ooh, did you hear? Here. Okay. In
2: the Portland Metro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I would, I would very much venture to say that-
1: listening to the World Series.
2: Yes, hundred percent.
1: Yeah, because yeah, people that are into the, they're watching it.
2: Yeah, they're what? Yeah. They're falling asleep. And we're great. Yes, yeah. And this programming yeah has stewed in experience for more than yeah what 5 7 years now in this version. Yeah. And it's perfected now. P- damn close. It is. Damn
1: close. perfected uh, Forty and a half and a half inches of of wiener hanging yes. out on the- uh the the culmination though uh was was after telling Swack I was like, just do do whatever you want, bud. And then, then he goes, Oh, you don't he, do that. he goes to the boss and he comes over and he's like, so, uh, what if we, uh, what if we made you guys show off? Yeah. That was my idea. Like, I don't, <laughs> dude, I'm going to go watch the pink tigers and, uh, the kids. Bas- oh, that's right. Yeah. The pink tigers, thing. pink tigers in full force. First, first and second grade, uh, YMCA basketball. Nice. It's fantastic. We've had, uh, this is like the fourth 1230 kick for the ducks. Yeah. I've got most of the season. And I'll be I'll be honest, my kids, meh, the other kids on that team, pretty sweet. Yeah. I don't know any of their names, but the one kid that wears the long shorts yeah. and the high socks. Right. I think his mom is a coach. Yeah. Pff, dominates. Aren't you coaching? No, so oh, you got fired. Yeah. Yeah. I signed up to coach. <laughs> Go to the coaches meeting. I'm like, I'm like, hey, real quick, before we get too far on this, it didn't say what time the games were. And they're like 9 a.m. every Saturday. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't do can't that. Can't do that. Huh? I can't do that. N- Guess what? Probably could have done that. <laughs> I've missed one game. But you know, college football is dumb. Did you know that?
2: Well, um, I could figure as much because I'm watching college game day, and they got Pat McAfee up there. Shirtless. Shirtless. He is shirtless. He was wearing I a was a puncher. brilliant coat with a um, turtleneck and you know i think i've started to come to the realization that college game day well by the way he's flexing on purpose of college game <laughs> day um like i i think they are trying to shift demographics because they understand that most people my age or your age which are now like the Old. the the good level of consumers like hey they have a little bit of money now they can spend on on larger things, sure, we got to appeal to them, and most of them are bro douchebags. Did and you... if we get Pat McAfee on air, who is a bro douchebag, he yeah. talks about either gambling Aaron Rodgers or he's like standing constantly. I'll bet
0: you
1: Aaron Rodgers is, yeah. yeah.
2: I'm gonna bring on my friend Aaron Rodgers now. Aaron, looks like you are in the deep seeds of a bar in Los Angeles, is that right? You're under a table or something.
0: Uh, 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 uh. No,
1: no, no. Well then he has AJ Hawk just sitting there looking weird. Yeah, what does he do? I don't know, he just stares yeah. menacingly. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you found out like <laughs> that that AJ Hawk took a bunch of mushrooms and tried to crash an airplane, would you be surprised? Uh no. Yeah. Because he was violent. I loved A.J. Hawk. He was one of my favorite players in the 2000s. He was awesome. Yeah, he looks like he uses all the skin products. Mm -hmm. He looks like like post-career, he's trying to be, um, I cannot remember the character's name, but uh, Christian Bale from American Psycho. He has the same skincare regimen, a little bit, a yeah. little beefier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. But
2: I also didn't know that was AJ Hawk until this year because I didn't pay any attention <laughs> sure. to that show until no. I, uh, sports media started shoving
1: up my on my butt. Well, there's a weird thing too about like I, mean, I don't spend that much time in this studio, but watching like College Game Day. So I'm guessing that you did the scribe two weeks ago. Because young Will Ortner came in last week with yep. with similar gripes, and uh, he was he, angry. He is the younger generation, and it, it does not appeal to him either. But it sounds like you guys had a uh, bit of a let's crap on College Game Day segment. Well, he wanted College Game Day to
2: be uh, what it used to be, sure, which is just kind of a sleepy little thing. Yep. Um, I mean, now it's just like this huge event, and I mean that's cool and everything. But if we're gonna just... bring out a
0: kid from uh,
2: from Pitt to try to make a field goal, if yeah. he makes it, he wins. Went...
1: $65,000. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's a game show now. It yeah. is no hey, longer like. Play, yeah. I know, but like, there's a. I agreed with Ortner for the fact that, like, what he was saying was like, it was just, you know, usually about sports and like you'd watch
1: highlights. And it was but, about a sport. It was about the games coming up.
2: Yeah, the yeah. games coming up and like you'd have some interviews and that were good. Those were good. And he was like, but you know, the really big problem is the fact that like now it's just like trying to keep you as entertained as possible because your brain is so stupid now like yeah. you, you've you had your face in front of a phone for 20 years most Ooh, likely can i and so now you're just yeah. basically like i can't pay attention to anything if somebody has not one taking their shirt off two crap themselves Or three, they're having sex right in front of me. Or all three. Or all three. (laughs) Well, What's that? College game day? You'll give me Pat McAfee instead? Okay,
1: fine. Uh, (laughs) I'll watch. I was was, uh, watching the Blazers game uh, last night. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Oh, that's too bad. What? Did you watch it?
2: Yeah, I watched about five minutes of Uh, it as a highlight. And we we, we can get into this later. We will. We will. No, no, no. I have a
1: stance this year. That's fine. A well, very we, hard stance. Don't, yes. Oh, how hard? Tell me. It's hard. really hard. Yeah, okay. So, rock. We we will discuss the Blazers later. Anyways, I was watching the Blazers game, but my wife just sitting there and just flipping through, and everything is like full volume, five seconds of. TikTok or Instagram or, or TikTok oh, or on or Instagram, Instagram yeah. or whatever, but it is just like, "Hi, hey, I'm talking fast. So I can't it." And, and she just, ha, 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 and I was like, "Plus, I'm trying to watch the Blazers, which is which is bad enough, anyways." But oh my god, like it's like. Yeah, it's one thing like that our attention spans have gotten to that, but it was just like on the peripheral. I'm like, oh my God, is that what we turned into? Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh,
2: no, my wife's the same way. Yeah, on Instagram, yeah. just flipping through. And people <laughs> <talking> <laughs> <tada>. <laughs> yeah, and then there's like three minutes, three, like intermittently three minutes apart, like she's just showing me something. That, oh, like, and then she's like, my yeah, I... reaction is yeah. just like, okay. Yeah, you got to see this.
1: <laughs> They put too many words on the screen and scan through them too quickly but they do it like forty times so if you watch it six times you can read it uh, whew. yeah it's <laughs> a lot
2: I really I wish you as a uh, a professor perhaps professor emeritus <laughs> yeah would just say that to a bunch of kids now like what 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 did it like? Give them an example of what scrolling through your phone is at this point. Yeah,
1: well I've got that's pretty accurate. I've got two two children that are growing up in that age. And um they don't they don't quite get into the the super quick they're like video gamers. Mm. They'll play the Roblox oh, really? or the the Minecraft. Yeah, and they'll get their cousins. That's what they want to do. Their older mm. cousins play them. So that's what they would do, which I think takes more of your attention span because you're building a world or something anytime i eavesdrop on like their uh gaming they're like they're playing a game together mm-hmm. they're doing a thing so i'm like okay there's some interaction it's not the the you know the angry turkey thing that i just did for the for the tiktoker oh uh, i thought you were talking about angry birds no no, no. You oh you can play it. angry turkeys. oh no you can play <laughs> you could play angry birds no the oh, uh you know they're not playing angry yeah. turkey or whatever yeah. Yeah, the, the sped-up housewife <laughs> chuckle fest uh, that my wife watches. But, but, my six-year-old twin daughters, uh, one of their favorite words is sucks. This sucks. School sucks. This, you suck. Yeah. The other, her favorite word is brah. Brah? Brah. Brah. Where start? did she get that? I, okay. It's the other children I guess. on the video games. So, everything, and it's like that, but this is how this this is the world that we live in. Where I go, Can you stop calling your sister, bruh? Yeah. Can you just. But that's what the kids do. I get it. Maybe you just don't understand it. Oh, I'm well, no. I don't. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I understand that like kids are always going to annoy their parents. Yeah. And I'm a parent and they are children. And so, check that box. But. The funny thing is, like, these aren't new things. Like, I, I know, brah, it's been around a long time. Yeah, bro. It goes way back. We we use it as part of their imaging on the show and have for years. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm perfectly familiar with it. Just, you're, you're calling your Like, come up. Like, if they said a word that I didn't understand, if they started dropping some, you know, you know, uh, dude, this, what, what's, what's the only one? Sus. They, they use sus. Sus? Yeah. Oh, it's sus. I'm like, do you know how that word? Are you? using that word correctly because i don't know i mean I'm, I'm genuinely asking you i don't know yeah, i heard a new one the and, other day that i didn't quite know. yeah but new ones i'm fine with. but no brah yeah. and sucks which i'm like those are old hat man i got in trouble for saying sucks when i was a kid why don't you just lean into it and just go full
2: socal trash
1: get the last <laughs> year side bro so you're suggesting
2: breakfast dad only i am bro yeah wait is that socal <laughs> Is that it bro? Is that it? Yeah. I
1: got Mike Myers, Keith Richards impression. He's in my
2: dude. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I will at some point do that. I don't know if these are the, these are the ones that I want to do it, but I will full on go. Oh, you think that's cool? I know that word too. Mm. But yeah, I don't. Man, maybe I should. Maybe I will. Yeah, just lean into it. Steer into the skid, just bro. Go SoCal. Yeah. Dude, this sucks. I'm steering
2: into the skid, bro. Yeah. yeah. What is that? What steering into the skid?
1: Yeah. So, is it like skid marks? No, what it's is like that? a racing term. Oh, that's a racing yeah, turn. Yeah, it's a car driving. Like, uh, yeah. Instead of, if you start skidding, instead of turning away from it, you turn back into it. That's how you correct.
2: My wife asked me um, a couple of years ago before we got married why do men have skid marks? because no, we don't wipe well enough. Well, yeah, that's what I explained <laughs> yeah. to her, and she said, "Well, why not?" I was like, "I have no idea." Yeah, that's why I started wearing and black underwear. Yeah, <laughs> that is exactly why I started wearing black underwear, yeah. and it no made me think that she had found you know. some of my underwear that had skid marks, and that most likely was the case. That, well, you hope so. <laughs> well, yeah, because otherwise,
1: I don't Just know like, why. Like every every dude I'm hooking up with, yeah. skid marks. Way,
0: every single one. Right? That's like eight dudes. Yeah,
1: Jeremy. Like... Yeah, you're the only one that doesn't have them. Let's get married. I uh, wear black underwear. <laughs> <laughs> My are are black. Uh... Oh, so they have skid marks? No, I'm just saying. Uh... That... Yeah. All right, well. You, you want to talk some. I guess we have to talk about football. No, we don't, don't have here. to. Well, we do. No, I'm this inviting. Ducks game day, damn I it. Mean, yes, I know, but we're getting you ready to get ready to get ready to watch football. 6 a.m. <clears throat> calm, your, calm your roll. I'm going to ask you a question. Would you like to talk about some college football?
2: Yeah, I would. Yeah. And You know what? I'm pretty pumped up because they got a, swoop on TV.
1: It's been uh, it's been a few weeks. I would like to get your assessment of where uh, where we sit with the uh, the Oregon Ducks. It is Ducks game day. I want to get your uh, I want to get your thoughts on the Oregon State Beavers. Both teams one loss. Uh, another team with one loss. The Utes and they're hosting the Oregon Ducks. A lot of Pac-12 football. We'll uh, we'll start right there uh, with the uh, Oregon Ducks next. Center and Saint, 1080 the Fan. Up uh, first, we've got a Victorito Victorico's uh, weather update. It's brought to you by the most popular spot in Oregon for the burrito, Victorico's Mexican food. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Will.
0: The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkens on 1080 The Fan.
1: True! Luke Anderson, Will Darkens, we're back, baby! The God! Uh, look at the TV. I see Dan Lanning's uh, beautiful mug on there. I see uh, some Oregon Ducks highlights. They are 6-1. and one. Uh, They did fall to uh, the mighty Huskies. A couple weeks ago. Uh one of the but, greater games I've ever watched. Uh my only problem with Camden Lewis missing that field goal was I wanted to watch more of that game. I yeah. wanted it to keep going. I'm like keep playing football. Well when the Ducks got the ball
2: too, like I think it was around like three minutes left and they had um and they had the lead before yeah. everything else and they were kind of driving. It. I was like oh, all right, this is just gonna kinda of turn into
1: a a clock, you know. Let's yep. run out the clock sure. situation. Well, they tried. They tried on that fourth And I'm sitting next to a uh, we'll, we'll call him a Ducks fan. Uh, certainly rooting for the Ducks and hating every ounce of the Huskies uh, during the game. And I go, oh, they're going. I go, I go. This is four down territory. Yeah, I mean, no way, no way. And then they get no yards on third down. And I go, they'll probably still go for it. What are they doing? Right call though. Yeah, I well, totally agree. Yeah. And they get the ball with plenty of time back. Like if you're going to give up a score, you don't want to do it with no yeah. time left on the clock. It's one of those things. Michael Penix made a couple incredible throws too. It wasn't like it, it wasn't like you were going to stop him the full field if he was dropping dimes like that anyways. Yeah. But I just wanted to see more. I wanted to see that game keep going. It's always it's always disappointing when a kicker loses a game. Uh why so so than it is. blame kickers on this kind of step? Like, do you know how
2: frigging difficult it is to do that? Oh job? No,
1: no, question. Well, yeah. we give them. I think we give them more credit when they make a game-winning field goal, and we give them more blame when they miss a game-winning field yeah. goal too. So they do get to be the heroes and they get to be hoisted and doing all of that. But it's it is it's a it's very much a team effort. But of course, Scott Norwood is still famous for wide right, and Bill Belichick <laughs> it's because of his
2: stupid little single
1: bar. Yeah,
2: because he looks like such a little doofus out
1: there. But all there. those guys did back getting then. ready for his
2: little kick. Well, and Bill Belichick <laughs>
1: gets praised as the greatest defensive mind in the history. But if they, if he makes that field goal, it's like the way that we look at history is completely changed forever. But he yeah. gets to be the goat, and somebody else gets to be the hero, and it gets uh, somebody finally figured out the offense. I'm like, dude, they still had a chance to win at the end. Yeah, and you go, but either way. You go back, and heroes and goats are made on the leg of a kicker, and it just—it's just the way it works. And you could see that it affected Lewis, who's a what, seventeen-year kicker for the Ducks, because he came out against Washington State and yeah. he missed his first one uh, to start things off. So it definitely can rattle you, and I—it's a an insanely high-pressure situation. I don't know who I was talking about this with, and I don't know if it was on air, but just saying, like, oh yeah, if you're taking a job in in uh, in football. It's punter over kicker every time. How often is the punt oh. the deciding factor? The oh, yeah. And the pucker factor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, come
2: on. And Let's if you're really it. good, people pay attention to you more. Yeah.
1: Well,
2: yeah. Well, really, and, yeah. If yeah. you're a really, really good punter, sure. you will get more attention than a really, really good kicker. Yeah. Unless your name's Adam Vinatieri. Then,
1: well, that's all time. All that's
2: time. it. Yeah. 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 But that's it. After that, like what? Robbie Gold, I think. That's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's the sequence of great kickers
2: pretty much
1: i don't know that robbie mason gold, crosby is that it yeah i don't know that robbie gold or, or that the,
2: guy from baltimore him right justin tucker yeah tucker yeah. Well, there you go well but right? here's the
1: thing about vinatieri is he gets the uh he has the moments like what's a like the greatest justin tucker kick of all time i think he made like a 65 yarder or well something. sure but was it yeah. to win, was it to win the super bowl no. See, that's... was it to win the Super Bowl twice? <laughs> yeah, was it to win the Super Bowl eight times? Like, yeah. Vinny Thierry had, like, the opportunity. and to, You know, to, did he kick the one in the snow to beat the Raiders in the Tuck game? No, he didn't. Like, the, the it's the moments. Yeah. And it's a part of it is just, you know, luck of the draw that you get the opportunity to make those. Uh, but if you do it over and over again, of course, you miss one and you're done. So it's a, it's a very weird thing. All that aside, mm. uh, how good is this Oregon Ducks team and... Level of concern going up against a Utah team that still doesn't have their starting quarterback, uh, still doesn't have uh, you know their two best players on offense, uh, but keeps winning.
2: Um, uh, I mean, this is kind of your classic trap game, I would say. Now it's weird to call a. Yeah, I was game, say, a trap was a game top. when Utah's ranked 13th. But I think everybody in college, I, I mean, this was even before they started losing a lot of their defensive players after like week three, you could kind of just tell watching Utah that like, they're not quite Utah. They're yeah. not really that good. Like I remember in the beginning of the season, I think it was week two or something. Like they played Baylor at Baylor and they like yeah. had to drag themselves <laughs> through that win and I was just kind of like, yeah, it's in the same Utah. And I get it. You don't have Cam Rising, and Cam Rising is a huge difference maker for a team that, you know, last season made the Rose Bowl and mm-hmm. was, well, they got they got their ass kicked by Penn State. But back-to-back,
1: back-to-back uh, back back champ, uh, yeah. Pac-12 champs, right? Back-to-back Pac-12 back, back champs.
2: I think this is a trap game in the sense that now you're entering a part of your schedule, if you're the Oregon Ducks, where a lot of people consider it to be a lull for the most part oh. until you get to Oregon mm. state that,
1: eh, US USC still has some Boy, I'll tell you what. I don't believe in any of that. Oh, no, but boy, the, the, game, the uh,
2: they will they will clean USC's clock.
1: Yes, but hosting them, I think it gets it, get, it, yeah, it gets the sure. ire up. But this is this is the point in the schedule or the Pac-12 Every year cannibalizes itself, right? Like mm-hmm. they get the the funniest thing is, I'm looking at the schedule. I've got uh, I've got Oregon Oregon losing their next game to Arizona State is really the most likely scenario. Is they get close, they get on the doorstep, and then what? they totally gag up against a team that they should easily beat, going into a matchup that should be for who plays in the championship against the beeves and they choke because that's what the Pac-12 does, not because that's what the Ducks do, not because that's what Dan Lanning's DNA is, not because I actually think that's likely, but that's what the Pac-12 twelve does is they figure out ways to lose games that there's no way in the world they should lose. Well, you'll figure, just so they don't yeah. make the playoff.
2: Well, you'll figure it out before that because for Oregon State, uh, it's kind of a similar thing. You're going into this what you would call perhaps a lull period. You play Arizona tonight, which, uh, you know, Stanford doucher Steve in here is... Picking sorry. Arizona. Don't,
1: don't pick that one. Yeah. Because it's kind of crazy. Don't pick that one. Um, Arizona State is better than people expect. Let's yeah. say if actually watch their games, then you know they're pretty good.
2: Um, Arizona, you should win tonight. Uh, should have beat
1: Washington State, though, so what do you know?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean... Look, man, I was screaming that entire game. That was really yeah, bad. That was some of the worst. Yeah. Actually, I'll tell you. Well, well that, but that's one of the things. I can't diverge into this, but the UCLA game had me also screaming just how absurd it was. Yeah. It was so bad. Chip Kelly needs to be fired, honestly.
1: Wow. Yeah, he
2: does. You can't yeah. go into the Big Ten like this. Yeah, but dude. It, it it also pathetic. UCLA, nobody
1: cares. You're not going in because you're UCLA. You're going in because you're little brother to USC. Let's be honest. That's a dude,
2: package deal. Dude, that game, Chip Kelly literally just gave up throwing the ball. <laughs> He, he literally did. He was just like, well, let's see. My freshman quarterback has yips. The other quarterback who I have, this big, tough white dude who I put back there, I got him hurt after I had him carry the ball for like 12 times, yeah. so he's out of the game. I'm going to give it to this other white guy like a million times so then he gets hurt and he can't play the next week, and then I'm just going to torpedo this entire season because a very classic football school that should be better – than it is right now, I am making worse. I am Chip Kelly. You're I are a live classic off reputation. football school.
1: You're huh? calling a classic football school? UCLA?
2: Yeah. yeah. They're a lot like Nebraska in a way that they have the history, Ooh. and they should be better, Ooh. but what? they're not. They don't have Nebraska's
1: history. Yeah,
2: they do. UCLA was very good back in the 80s they, and they were,
1: 70s. They were good. Were they very good? They were good. I didn't watch a lot of UCLA football in the 70s, I will admit you that. Better? And I watched very little in the 80s. I probably yeah. accidentally watched a game in the 80s. Because you were probably too busy. Yeah. Selling stock and That's right. snorting the That's, candy. You know it, you know it, brother. I was, I was, I was chasing that greed is good, man. Let's go. Have my I big ch- brick cell phone <laughs> hanging out of my diaper. Let's go. <laughs> Slick back hair.
2: I gotta say, the only time I caught a UCLA game was when I was shopping for more polos
1: <laughs> in the store. They had it up on a huge, huge twenty-four inch TV. Yeah. Looked over my shoulder, I could barely see it because I'd pop both collars. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, but anyway, I, I, he has to be
2: fired. He does. Are yeah. you joking me? No. I. How do you keep this guy hired? Because if be, he loses tonight, you fire him on the tarmac. Are you oh, kidding? Oh.
1: Yeah, but again, I just don't. I don't think of UCLA like Nebraska loves to fire coaches. Uh, Jim Moore got a bunch of shots at UCLA. He did. I I don't know what you expect uh, of Chip Kelly to do there. They like first of all, they are not uh, the USC draw for Southern California kids to stay home, and they are not the draw to go somewhere. Else. Like everybody is going down to Southern California and trying to get all those kids. The fact that they have Dante Moore probably keeps Chip Kelly's job for another year, and then his history. But Chip Kelly has not been a good football coach. Since, since Philly. That's it. Was he that good in Philly? I mean, I guess he, got, he was he, good for he five was, games. <laughs> Seriously. He was a going good tactician, your, but he yeah. like but he had no connection with the players whatsoever. No. So he's completely he was completely out of touch. He pissed off everybody in the Eagles organization. That's why he got fired. It wasn't that he was a, a bad tactician, but now he just goes out to UCLA and he, I think it's just kind of like oh, I'm just going to do enough to hang out. Kind of yeah. Weird.
2: Well, don't you remember the week when he was coaching Philly that like it came out that um his playbook was like so Simple. simplified yep. that like you had defensive linemen like calling plays out yeah. that yep. were just yep. like,
1: oh, it's this. Well that's but that's that was that worked in college football because yeah. even if you knew the play, you couldn't stop it because yes. what he would if do. If you is had the take, better athletes, exactly. you would win. Yeah. You take the advantage and you do that. But he, so here's the question if you're UCLA and you fire Chip Kelly. Yeah. Who wants that job? A lot of people. Yeah. A lot of good coaches, though? Yeah. Okay.
2: A lot of good coaches. Because, you know, the mystique that there is about UCLA, I think you and I can see through it, and most of the Pac-12 can see through it. But for some reason, the rest of the country just doesn't get it, and I don't know why, (laughs) Um, is that, like, oh, my gosh, you mean I'm going to get to go to Southern California in this market and, like... Promote myself as a coach and, like, promote a brand. Get to play in the
1: historic Rose yeah. Bowl that's 40 miles away from our campus that nobody actually goes out to watch. So you sit in a big, empty basin that's of a stadium right. in the middle of nowhere.
2: That's right. Oh, yeah. cool. I'm in the Big Ten now. Sweet. Yeah. Like, I wonder how many people are going to watch us play Rutgers. It's going to be awesome. We get to play yeah. Indiana every four years. It's Dude, it is the biggest just myth ever, and yeah. it blows my mind. And Fox is the funniest about this, too, because – they did this whole thing, right? Getting USC and UCLA like it, it was a it was a get for them. They were very much uh, USC, trying to pursue USC,
1: I think is yes. It, no, is it's not. Oh. USC
2: is really not that great of a media market at all. They might fill that stadium sometimes, but <laughs> I can tell you right now no one cares about that football team game. Oh, there. if they're
1: winning, they do.
0: No one. If People they're...
2: fly out to go to those games because they're in other parts of the country. Yeah. I guarantee you once Lincoln Riley loses two more games this season, because he will, no one will care about this team because Caleb Williams will leave yes. because he recognizes that Lincoln Riley is good at one thing, coaching how to throw football, and that's it. Yeah.
1: Well, He's not good at anything Last else. couple of games, it them not look that good. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's um, – it. Ohio State's going to love going out to Southern California playing there. Michigan's going to love going out there. Penn State fans are going to love going out to play in the Rose Bowl, in the Coliseum. Uh, But there's going to be like a road team advantage in some of those games, at least the first cycle that they go through. It's going to be wild. Uh, Yeah. yeah, But next year, uh, next year, Ohio State at Austin. I don't know if they go to USC. I haven't looked at the schedule that close, but I know they go out to Austin. so the Listen, I can see the appeal of that. There's still going to be a lot of bad football games. I think they're. I think the, the worst games on the Big Town squ- schedule are going to be worse than the worst games on the Pac-12 schedule. The what? The worst games on the big— Well, I didn't big... understand that other conference. What was that? The Pac-12. Sorry, I said Pac-10. I still don't know. You no, know, because it's not a thing. The Pac-2. Oh, the, two the Pac-2? Pack. The two-pack. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Dude, it's not going to be a thing next year. Isn't i know weird? i don't know how it is
1: well with all the legality okay so uh, how weird
2: is it the fact that like we're literally just living in like an apocalyptic season it is well, like you nothing are.
1: will be the same after this season. you and your oregon state sweater you very much are uh yeah. yeah well if if you were a major conference would you go after oregon state right now At six and one who's playing some at least compelling football like you would like just no because,
2: no I, I wouldn't go after them because if I lived on the other side of the country I have no reference for who Oregon State is but I understand what the state of California is and I'd go oh give me Cal Berkeley I want them <laughs> for the what's, ACC yeah, how the ACC stupid is that Definitely give me Cal what's that Well they're they're in they're in underwater debt from a stadium they paid for what, what's that they're horrible what's that no one goes to the games I don't care it's California give me the team
1: it's also the ACC going, they'll fit right in. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine them and North Carolina State playing each other?
1: Dude, Florida State is okay this
2: year, and they're rolling
1: through the ACC. Yeah. Oh, brother.
2: You're right. They're yeah. good. Yeah. Not great. They're going to get the doors torn Did off. Did you
1: happen to watch the uh, the Washington game last week No against Arizona State? No, I didn't. Big letdown. Is Oregon turning into what Stanford used to be? That's my question mm-hmm. for you. Uh, well, we can explore that. I do want to talk about Oregon State as well. Uh, we will stick with the Pac 12 after this Sports Center update. This Sports interrupt. update. This Sports Center update. <laughs>
0: The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan.
1: I don't know if you remember the old uh, Stanford... Uh, uh, what was it? The Stanford Hangover? Is that what they called it? What's that? So when Stanford was rolling, this was a Harbaugh and the, the early... Uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, David Shaw hmm. days. Well, they used to have the big... And bad offensive and defensive lines. They weren't the most athletic, but they were the biggest and they were the meanest. Yeah, and they were the uh, they were the the front seven was the most important thing they had on the defensive end, and the uh, and the this sturdy no line was gonna gonna make you feel it. And if you lost to Stanford, you lost twice. Yeah, because not only uh, did they beat you and beat you down, but the next week you weren't ready to get back up looked like there was a little bit of a hangover. Maybe it was mental. Maybe it was physical. But it looked like there was a little hangover from Washington. Is Oregon turning in that team with the biggest, baddest uh, fronts in uh, the Pac-12? Utah has a little bit of the still, so I'm not discrediting that.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, Oregon's defense has played well and above their weight. I think there's just a few exceptions on the season where you look at it and you're like, well, eh, maybe not so much. Texas Tech. Uh, though, you know, very early in the season, you probably could have pointed at that. You could have pointed at Stanford. Even wow, a college bit. football, man. Just road games yeah. are tougher. Road games are tougher. The Stanford game in the first half was, you saw a little bit of it. You know, again, road game, yep. kind of trying to get yourself up there. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I believe has been the driving force for the Oregon Ducks this entire season has been their defense. Obviously, Bo Nix is incredibly good. He's very efficient in the poise under pressure. Yeah. Makes the, right under decision pressure. Most of the time uh, offense runs the ball incredibly effectively. Uh, it's very good, but without that defense, you know, you're really not staying in many games without that defense. You're not getting that close to beating Washington and holding Michael Penix down for the better part of three quarters. So, I mean. You know, that's what's going to be interesting today about the Utah game is the fact that you have two very good defenses going up against each other. This one, quite honestly, might be a bit of a snooze fest yeah. because it's going to be a lot of ground and pound. You know, Utah is not going to throw the ball much. Nope. Uh, they don't really have a quarterback.
1: Well, sure they do, uh, in in title only. Kind of.
2: They've got to play
1: quarterback. Uh, he,
2: that's uh, what they tell me his position is. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Oregon likes to run the ball. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a grinded out type of game for them. And like you mentioned, right, you know, as we get further into the season, Oregon is going to get into these kind of wonky games where, like, you kind of have this fear they might just drop. The Arizona State game, I think you're very correct on <laughs> <by> that. That's <laughs> like a real, Just watch like,
1: out, man. That's the one I like. Come on. But the other thing... Seriously, too, that's just one that it's like, I could see it happening. Well, the other thing, too, is, like, these... these Again, in in these college football games, where you know Oregon, like you know whether or not it had anything to do with that, but you go and you play a physical game like that, which which is now the style that they play. That hmm. Dan Lanning inherited a team that had the capability of doing it with Mario Cristobal in the way that he recruited, getting the big uglies and getting them in there. And then Dan Lanning coming from Georgia, where that's the style of football they play. They go, my guys are going to the NFL, and they're bigger than your guys. So we're going to start by winning the battle in the trenches. So I think it has has set up very well that Oregon can do this. But in the Pac-12, you have this battle of attrition where you have to kind of survive. There's enough good teams at the top. But now you've got Utah, road game. You haven't gotten to fast starts on the road all season Mm -hmm. so now you have a game that could come down to the final few plays even if you get out of there to win i know next week is cal but man you get beat up this week and limp into a game where you have wilcox coaching for his job and all those guys oh he'll never lose his job well i don't know why but he won't who gets fired that guy should have been fired like four years ago. chip kelly or uh, justin wilcox chip kelly okay i don't know why justin wilcox must have have
2: some photos on somebody how is he still in? I don't know. But... I, I know that he's friend of the station and everything, that family's friend of the station. But quite honestly, like I, I shake my head at what the hell's happening with Cal football. It, yeah. it,
1: it oh, is are so you tell me how good they were in the 70s and 80s. Uh, yeah, really.
2: <laughs> I mean, UCLA at least has like momentum, right? Like they get big recruits and like they get ranked and they're winning some big games. Like, Cal. How the hell did the ACC look at that and go, eh, we'll take that? Sure.
1: Who's the crown jewel of the ACC? Uh, who's the third best team in the ACC? Miami?
2: No, North Carolina. North Carolina. Well, hold on a second. Are you talking about this season or kind of overall? Yeah, overall. Overall? Yeah, North Carolina, I would say. Okay. Or, yeah, them in Miami kind of want to. Yeah, okay. Maybe. Who's the
1: fourth best team if it's not one of those two? Or fifth best team, I guess. Cal? Fifth. It's now Stanford. No,
2: not Cal. <laughs> it's now
1: Stanford.
2: I don't know. Pitt. Pitt's probably in yeah, there. All
1: right. All right. You're, I don't know. I'm not overwhelmed by
2: It's this. great because the ACC, you are, I know the, the reference you're making. It's very similar to the Pac 12 in a way. like you just have these teams where you're like, oh, yeah, they exist. Like, I'm sure people on the East Coast are like, oh, yeah, Pullman, Washington's a place.
1: Well, yeah, I was (laughs) was driving in this morning and uh, not Dari and Mel were trying to convince me that Wake Forest is a tough out every time.
2: Every time. Yeah. Every time. I just don't. Those smart bastards. Yeah.
1: Say, well, they that, got great
2: schools over there. Too. That's
1: why, Cal. And that's let's do you think it. that's it? Yeah, the uh, the Dr. Pepper commercial where the, the guy's breaking up with the girls, he gets on the bus because of the uh, yeah. the alignment, <laughs> and he goes, We have high, higher st- academic standards. I bus I'm like, Oh, that's that's good. I do like though how like
2: that concept has gotten. Like laughed out of the room.
1: Well, that's because that was the Pac-12's argument, and they have just
2: imploded. That's the and the and the two lowest.
1: But the two the two schools. The funny thing is, the Pac-12 hung their hat on the academic standards. The second that they started to implode, the two schools, which this is not me making any assumptions about it, actually looked at a list. But with the lowest academic ratings, are the two left standing. This is according to whatever metrics that I pulled up at the beginning. I was like, oh, you have the two teams with the smallest stadiums, the lowest attendance, two of the three lowest endowments, and the lowest academic ratings are the two that are left standing. Weird. Weird. Yeah. I, I mean,
2: just saying. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, it, to me, it's, it's all dumb. It's I know bare, that it's, I agree. I know that change happens and I hear this a lot when I complain about it. People are like, oh, you know, it's been changing for decades. You know, why are you so mad at it right now? Like, no, it's made little changes. And the little changes were fine. Like Utah and Colorado to the Pac twelve. All right, whatever. Yep. Uh, you know, little little realignments or little change. This was literally just like How much money can we stuff in our mattress? Well,
1: this is is a desperation move, and it's idiotic. The Big Ten and the Big 12, I'm sorry, and I know this is a very ticky-tack thing. The dumbest thing in the world to me is that they're keeping their dumb names. You're the Big Ten. You have 18 teams right now, 20 teams. How many teams do they have? It's not 10. The Big 12 does not have 12 teams and has not had 12 teams forever. What would you call them? I don't care, um, but come up with something better.
2: I wish that they, they would call them something that's more representative of like what they are. Like they're the Midwest, right? Yeah, yeah. The Big Ten for the yeah. most part. Upper
1: Midwest, uh, lower Midwest.
2: Yeah, or like yeah. the tire bellies. Whatever. Because I just assume most people in the Midwest have like tires on around their stomachs.
1: How about Fox and ESPN from
2: all that cheese and beer?
1: Yeah, but the just, Big Twelve. Yeah. We're Cowboys Conference. Well, I again the the other point that I keep making is who's in charge of college football? Fox. It Pretty is Fox it is Fox and ESPN. Yeah. But there's no there is no governing body of college football as a whole. The college football playoff is owned by ESPN. ESPN. Yeah. So I got you. there's nobody in charge. Somebody be a grown up. Can we get a grown up in the room? Just one? Maybe, please somebody that's not just. Uh, I like college football and I like money more. That's that's what's going on, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We have to get to good versus evil. You're listening to the sinner and the saint on Tenny the Fan. First, it's time for Ducks game day weather update, brought to you by Victorico's Mexican Food. The most popular spot for burritos in Oregon, ladies and gentlemen.
0: darkens. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened today? What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions. I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, bro. Ah! Let the center and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil, brought to you by the Titan of Hawaiian Restaurants, 808 on 1080 The Fan. This is it. I wasn't frustrated because of that. You know, it's, uh, as I said before, we learn in. It's only our, our first regular season game together. You know, we're going to watch film, and, and maybe this this happened. But uh, if you know, if, if you notice it
2: on the film, the coaches. And, and also, the players will,
0: will will make whatever it takes, you know, to, to get better.
2: What? There's some tall French guy, Victor Wembanyama. Let's talk about the NBA debut of the number one overall draft pick at seven foot five inches. The 19-year-old touted as having more varied skills than anyone ever of that size. Opening game versus the Mavericks Wednesday, he played 23 minutes, scored 15 points, five boards, two assists, and a block. Did you see what you thought you would see from that guy?
1: Uh, I saw foul trouble. I did kind of expect that a little bit. A uh, fair amount of him sitting on the bench. Uh, dude, I was enthralled by Luka. Man, that guy. And last night, he was even better. Yeah, um, I, I, <laughs> the game winner. Game winner. He had four consecutive threes to win it, and the last one was the most ridiculous of all. Only 49 points uh, in last night's victory. Uh, but Weminyama, no, I mean, he's he is more athletic uh, than... Uh, and, and it surprises me every time, but I, I still just watching him. He looks skinnier than Christoph Porzingis was when he when he came into the league. Uh, he moves really well, but man, he steps on one ankle. I'm just afraid he's going to be out for the year. So I'm going to wait till February if he's still healthy. I'm going to be very excited about it. But I just hope he can stay durable. He is a ton of fun to watch, um, and that game was really really entertaining. Uh, at least the two quarters that I watched
0: if anyone wants to kind of diminish anything that that coach did you'd be wrong because your opinion really doesn't matter what matters is is the facts you know we we live with those facts either you win or you lose you know the numbers don't lie as we always say in the locker room you are who you are you are what your record is
2: there's the mascot for Percocet, Jim Ursay. We now move to the NFL where the pilled-out owner of the Indianapolis Colts broke all the rules of secrecy by revealing on Twitter that the NFL, quote, admits and understands they did not make the correct calls at the end of Sunday's Colts-Browns game. That was last week, unquote. Ursay then called for everything to be reviewable in the last two minutes of a game. That includes penalties, spot fouls,
1: everything. Are you with him? Not if they wear those black helmets again. Yeah, God, those were, were, weird, were huh? ugly.
2: Yeah,
1: and I kept tuning in. I'm like, who is this playing? And then I'm like, oh, it's a Colt. And why are they wearing those stupid helmets? Yes, review every like, just get it right. Like the idea that we have to stick with things because that's the way they were. I just get the call right and do it quickly. Get get the 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 what do they call them, the angel referees or the halo, whatever it is, where they can just sit there and just be like tennis. <coughs> uh, hey, idiots, you were wrong. Yeah, like, yes. Yes, like tennis, where they go. Here, Here's the quick uh, CGI replay that we got. Here's, like, we have a thousand lasers. Here's where the ball hit. Here's where the line was. Move on. And just do it quickly. And don't do the whole parody sham of, like, let's have the odd field referees go and look at it through an iPad. Like, Hey, our our upstairs referee today is uh, Doug and Kurt, and they're going to be keeping an eye on everything and telling us if we're stupid. Yes. Just do that. Yeah, I'm kind of with
2: you. All right. Time for my favorite story of the week. This one comes from the skies. Ooh. Is this Mushroom Guy? It's mushroom guy. Yeah. I had to get your opinion on it. Uh, so just to review a uh, pilot uh, on Alaska Airlines who was not flying, but he was what they consider a deadhead. Yep. So just kind of flying along the co- uh, cockpit. Yep. Uh, while he was riding there, he attempted to basically just like open the plane up and have everybody die because apparently... shut off the fuel line. Yeah. Shut yeah. off the fuel line. Cause he, uh, well, and this is the explanation he was high on magic mushrooms and was sleep-deprived for 72 hours. Um, the wife, Sarah Stretch, incredible name, yeah, uh, said, This is Ooh, not my Joe. Back. After attending uh, the first appearance he had in a federal court in Portland, he would have never done that. He would have never knowingly done any of that. This is not the man that I married.
1: Well, your Joe's going to prison for a long time, so get yeah. used to this. Um, I don't care. So we, we had the conversation earlier uh, in the week uh, around the office. Mm. Uh, and somebody's like, well, do, do, it might have been Ryan Buckley. Does that make it better that it was just, you know, drugs? Well, somebody, what? Yeah. So, somebody, does it make it better that it wasn't just a guy acting out of pure evil and malice for the world and suicidal thoughts or whatever whatever it was? And I've come to the conclusion that no, stupidity, whether it's drug induced or not, is way more dangerous than evil. Evil is not coming for me. Stupid's coming for me every day. Sometimes, Stupid is coming for you more often than evil. <clears throat> well, I would assume some evil's coming for you. That, I don't know what it is. I don't think it's coming directly for me. Like the true evil, mm. like it exists in the world. I just don't think I'm the target of it. And if I am, I'm like, man, nah, that's coming. That's what I get. That's what I get for being, you know, whatever, whatever I did to piss off evil, but stupid is coming from all directions without within, uh, it's coming from all over places. So I, uh, I am more terrified that it's uh, stupid. If that plane had crashed, I wouldn't have cared if it was magic mushrooms, suicidal thoughts or whatever it was. And we probably would have been left to speculate, but at least we know that people are absolute morons and some of the stupid things they do could kill you. That's great. That makes me feel a lot better. Have you ever taken magic mushrooms? I have not.
2: Okay. I can tell you from experience, I've done it twice. And
1: didn't crash any planes?
2: No. Okay. I didn't get on a plane, unfortunately. <laughs> um, two things. One, why take magic mushrooms before going on a plane? Sounds like a horrible idea. Yeah. Though I will uh, uh, annotate this apparently he had taken them 40 hours yeah yeah hours before yeah i heard the same thing um i can tell you from at least my experience they last about nine ten hours yeah so maybe you had some residual thing going on sleep
1: deprivation's a real thing yeah so maybe
2: mixed with that you kind of i don't know um second thing i
1: kind of get it because sorry what now
2: i hear me out for a second
1: hear me (laughs) out Like Wouldn't, you're not saying I'm with
2: this guy. I'm not with okay. him. Okay. I'm just saying this. When you are on that drug, there are some crazy thoughts going in sure. your head. And that was a this is coming from a guy who at the time was not sleep deprived. Yeah. And for the most part relatively healthy. Yeah. But you get crazy thoughts going in your head and if you are in a constrained area, which a cockpit I would imagine is one, and you don't have enough like Other sources going out to you saying, like, hey, you're fine. Calm down. You don't need to talk about that. Or, like, you don't need to think about that. You might act on it a little bit. Okay. Well, the thought that you... So, I kind of got it a little... When I heard this, I was like, yeah, I can see that.
1: I I hope that that gives him comfort when he's (laughs) serving his consecutive... Terms or uh, yeah. sentences uh, for attempted murder. He's on 160, however many federal charges. Uh, 20 years. That's what they're saying because
2: uh, the the charges he got, they're yeah. they're charging him. It is a lot, but like yeah. they carry low because I think it's just like endangerment. Uh, I thought it was attempted murder, but
1: whatever. Who cares? Oh, I that, think they're
2: pushing for that. Fine, have a good 20 years in prison.
1: Yeah, we're
2: on. that sucks. I mean, he'll probably get out. He'll probably get out for good behavior, though. He didn't kill anyone.
1: Yeah, I'm glad that he didn't. Yeah. But, yeah, that's... Uh, that's I don't know. An...
2: I look at the photo of him, and he looks... I mean, it doesn't make it any better, <laughs> but... He looks like he knows exactly what he did. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. He's like, whoops. Yeah. Well, left that, up there. Well, yeah, what do they say? To You know, it takes a lifetime to build a reputation and a second to ruin it. You ruined it, and you're done. Sorry, bud. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, you I think I just... he can
2: fly a plane again? No. <laughs>
1: Are you sure? Well, listen. Maybe you can go get a get a Cessna and a bag of mushrooms, and uh, and finish have, have the a good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I guess I'd like to feel bad for the guy that just ruined his life, but man, I just picture myself in a plane, and all of a sudden you're doing an emergency landing. How terrifying that would be! Yeah, because this guy decided that. Or or the mushrooms decided for him or whatever. I just can't believe he wasn't showing any signs of like, hey, let's not put this guy in the cockpit. Like if he was seventy two like if have you ever spent any time with anybody that has been sleep deprived for seventy two hours on or off mushrooms? Well, here's the here's one thing I would
2: say is that, you know, pilots, I think that's common. A okay. lot of them are yeah, sleep-depressed, sleep so perhaps they just saw him and was like, ah, he's going through a rough one. He's not flying, so who cares? Yeah. And maybe he was very good at hiding the fact that, you know, the walls were breathing and yeah. that, you know, everything looked like it was covered in soap. <laughs> is that how it goes? Is that how you trip That on? definitely is
1: not my experience. Okay. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that is our Good versus Evil. It's brought to you by our friends at 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. Uh, their food is delicious and you should eat it. Uh, you probably eat it today, actually. I mean, the game's at 1230. That's lunchtime. Go pick some up. Yeah, go pick some up. You can just go right on their website, order it for pickup at Burnside or Woodstock. Website is ATE OH uh, ATE.com. Uh, 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. Mmm. That's a new tick. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: That's pretty good. Yeah, it's not
1: bad. Uh, in the next hour, uh, we do need to talk about some baseball. Um, you're you're a big Nate Silver guy, I imagine, because you're a nerd. No. Oh. But you're familiar- in fact, I find him infuriating. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> then that'll be... Even oh good. <laughs> Even better, because he has comments about baseball that are just stupid. So maybe you'd be on the side of baseball and uh, right. anti-Nate Silver for once, yeah. uh, which would be fun. So it just took Nate Silver to bring you on the side of baseball. So that'll work out perfectly. Uh, we do need to talk about the rest of college football because we do have uh, we do have some games. Uh, outside of the Pac-12 that should be worth talking about. Uh, and then uh, the NFL. So I don't think we'll get to all of that, but we'll try in Hour 2. We do it next. This is the Center and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. And before we do that, it's time for uh, game day traffic and weather. Traffic, not as important. The weather, very important. And luckily, Victor Victorico's Mexican Food is bringing you that weather report, uh, the most popular spot for a burrito in Oregon. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Will Darkens.